Hi, welcome. This is Mary. You've tuned into Zen Mama in the Attic, a podcast about everyday gurus, about people struggling and finding the light in a way to really find meaning and purpose in their life. Today is one of our banters. This is Michael and I talking about body wisdom. If you haven't caught the episode with Michael Thompson, go back to episode 22. He is a gift, a man walking through his journey in life of self-discovery, and he's raw and real and relevant, and I'm really excited to be able to have him on for these conversations about things we just think are interesting that sort of unite the science with the spirituality aspect of this journey. And we decided to talk about body wisdom because we are so intelligent, and part of it is just tapping into that knowing and understanding how that feels. And we talk about that a little bit in this episode, sensing other people's energy and having these intuitive hits and paying attention to them because we all have them. We just disregard them often. Or we take on other people's stuff as our own because we're feeling it. And some of us are just so tuned into other people that we understand that our mood and such are affected by not really what's going on with us, but what's going on with other people. So once we can cultivate that awareness, we can listen and be directed by that. But we also can like work on setting some healthy boundaries. And we talk about that in this podcast. I have to tell you, I'm recording this. I'm sitting in the middle of a meadow. It is um, the end of May. The daffodils have gone by and so have the dandelions and they're just these white puff balls around me. So you might hear some birds in the background and the sun is shining and I just like to take these moments to like immerse myself in nature when I can. Um, and I just sharing that with you because that's one of my little tools of resiliency is to capture these moments between all the other activities in my life to ground and to feel um, for me, the natural world is incredibly healing, and it really allows me to step into myself. So find what feels good and do more of it. That's one of my posts for today. I was out on my bike this morning. I've been into pushing my edge a little bit around biking and running instead of just like a lot of yoga and building my internal strength and awareness. You know, sometimes what's called for for me is to really tap into that fire um, in my gut, <laughs> which is to um, really move my body outside of um, whatever like I've adjusted to as that new normal. So I'm really enjoying getting out and really paying attention to how my body is responding to that. I'm also sharing that because there's just no one way that we move through life and it's like, oh, we're good to go for the rest of life, right? We have to adjust to what's going on in our lives and allow our bodies to move and change as we progress down this journey of longevity, um, which I'm also, when I say longevity, I think about plant power, and I just want to share with you the incredible journey of the power of the plants. I was struggling myself late winter, a lot of headaches, feeling really exhausted, thinking it was all because of the pandemic and other changes in my life, but just one day I kind of decided I was done, right? And I doubled down on my hydration and on my greens and my plants. And within three days, you guys, no 
it was crazy how much better I felt. And I've just been on that path. I'm not saying that I don't still have days that I don't feel like a Wonder Woman. You know, I'm human, but I just have to say my energy, my outlook on life. It's like, um, you know, when you eat plants, you're, you're eating a detoxing, um, diet, right? You're constantly flushing out, making room for flow, making room for, um, good stuff to come in and light you up and getting rid of what's not serving you, right? We can do that on the mat when we move through yoga. We can do it when we pound the pavement, um, when we breathe hard and let things go. It's all such a journey, you guys, but there's so much interconnectedness to all of it. And so I'm really excited to talk about um, body wisdom today, maybe a little on a etherical type of level. But the bottom line is um, we're very wise beings. And we were given these incredible tools to live in, and we kind of forget about it most of the time. So today, take a moment to step inside your body, uh, feel what's there. And if it feels great, awesome. If it feels uncomfortable, good, you've noticed. And see what comes next for you. And remember, you're in control of those choices. Like we all have circumstances that are challenging. We've all got it, you know. As Anderon on my last podcast said, like, welcome to the show. It's part of the journey. So our um, little empowerment is that we can choose how to be with it and we can make changes. And are they hard? Yeah. Sometimes they're really hard. So let's build a community that supports each other on that journey. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to shine a light on addiction. I'm here to hear stories of meaning and purpose that are helping us all move through the world and um, know that we're all capable of that, right? And we need mentors and models for that. And those people that we hold in high light often have a struggle that got them there. So let's hear about it. Let's hear how they stay resilient and on their path. Because clarity is a gift. And again, the more we listen to our body, the more we keep it clean, clear, and bright, the more clarity we're going to have. All right. So welcome. You're here. I'm going to take you over to the show now with Michael Thompson. Okay. Um. So we, we started this by you, you sensed my energy was off and we've been talking that through. And you just said to me, I, um, you know, thanks for entertaining that. Cause I'm trying to like hone in on my reading people's energy when I feel like I care about doing that. <laughs> right. But then you said, well, I don't know. It's none of my business. And I'm such a person that feels everyone's energy. I don't always stop to identify that I more just take it on. Yeah. Right. And that's, um, I'm just, it makes me uncomfortable and I have no idea what's going on, but I've gotten better about same as you're just saying. Um, so that's interesting. It's interesting to me, the different places we come in at that from, did you feel there was a time where you weren't tuned into people's energies? Um, I will, t t I'll tell you a little story if that's okay. I, yeah. I, I think, that I've always been tuned into it. And mm -hmm. I think that when we talked about, you know, in our, some of our other discussions that I, I decided it was better if I didn't engage with it on a conscious level, because it was, it was too, I don't know if painful is the word, but I didn't understand it and people didn't know what to do about it. So for instance, when I was a little kid, 
I remember crying about everything. And I, in, in, when I say everything, obviously I don't mean like I was crying 24 hours a day, but I, I felt things intensely. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I think I was feeling the stuff animals were feeling. I think I was feeling the different feelings that people in my family were feeling or the neighbors. And I found myself removing my body and my being mm. away from any of it because it just was so confusing. And so I, I hid in the trees. I found my space in the woods and, and it was just peaceful and I didn't have to, you know, I wasn't, it didn't overwhelm me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so I would cry as a little kid and people say, what are you crying about? Because it was making them uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, right. like, I don't know why I'm crying. Well, then stop doing it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And that was that. So, you know, I, I got good at stopping that and squelching it. And so I like when I said, I appreciate you entertaining that me kind of poking and kind of prying into you, your actual personal life just by asking you that question. And because I'm trying to come back around to it. Yeah. Because um, it was sort of shut down for you. It was absolutely shut down. And it's not, I mean, it was, it was me shutting it down out of security reasons or feeling safe or whatever it is. It also, that's why I also found myself being alone as much as I did and why, and I don't know if I'm alone now. I think I still like being alone because I don't like, I, I pick up on stuff a lot and, I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you do feel it as I do too, but you, and I, cause I feel the same need to be alone. Yeah. I'm right now up in the Northeast kingdom of Vermont alone after my family was here for a little bit, but when I'm alone and then they came, um, I, I do, it like changes the energy and you take, I take on so much, especially as a mother, I guess, um, too. But when you're, um, open in that way, Sometimes you have to physically remove yourself in order to find your way back to your, <laughs> your center. And I'm sure we're not alone on that. So I'm sharing that. That's also yeah. a power of like getting out in the woods or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Whatever your solitude is, I think we need to allow ourselves. And that is another thing I've been working myself really hard on is allowing myself to be okay that I feel that way. Um, you know, being a mother and a wife and a sister and everything else is not always joyful. You know, <laughs> it's not, you know, we have to hold space for that. But I think as we grow and evolve, sometimes it just doesn't align that well. And it doesn't always feel as comfortable as we'd like it to, or we need to limit or find the right place to be with it or set our own healthy, what do they call them? Love fences um, <laughs> versus boundaries, however you want to work at that. But, oh, yeah, right. That's funny. Semantic. Yeah. But um, we wanted to talk about body wisdom today. Were you going to say something else? Sorry. Yeah, it was going to lead. Go ahead, because it was going to lead right into that. So feel yeah, because I think it ties over. We're talking about energy, really reading other people's emotions. And we both like I grew up working in healthcare. You grew up teaching health or spent a lot of years teaching health in school, which was really about when we talk about health in the body, it was around nutrition, exercise, all these things that are important, but the physiology, the hardwired tangible us mm -hmm. the body and then i don't know about you but at some point in life i began to realize how much information our body holds yes it was just like everything i learned came from here about the body and then it was this reverse like 
knowledge that I was opened up to, to realize, wow, are my body's sending me signals all the time? Not just about, oh, I hurt my shoulder because I fell as a kid or I cut myself, but that there's a whole lot of, there's this whole emotional body uh, within us. There's this whole subtle um, energy bodies that are also feeding us information and really just wanting us to be well. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what I was going to allude to was the, the, the reason I appreciated you letting me ask you the question and then answering is because when I, when you, when I saw your face and we engaged immediately on this, I felt sad. Oh. And, and so by asking you, I was like, wait, is this you? Or is, I don't think it's me. <laughs> am I uh, having a bad day and I don't no, know it? <laughs> why am I, you know, but in the past, yeah, I would feel it. And then I, I would assume that that was my reality when really it wasn't. And it happens to, I think we all, that happens to all of us. We, a lot of us may not be aware of it. Absolutely. And, and when you're raising, when you have a family full of, you know, I had four kids and, and their energies and, that's a whirlwind all over the place. You know, you're the same way. And so yeah. who are you in that mix? And how can, how can our, and our body picks up on it. Like you said, it, it's, in, it's, it's intelligent enough to make us aware of it, but then we have to be consciously aware enough and mindful to ask the question, wait, wait, why, why do I feel like this all of a sudden? Who's in the room that I can't see? You know? <laughs> Somebody having a bad day. Who's over there throwing stuff, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's so interesting. And I think I've been thinking about that. Um, I, I mean, I'm really thinking about it now that you've said that, because even though I'm totally aware of everything you're saying, it gets a little mucky waters with your family. <laughs> and um I don't want to get too far in the weeds with this, but enough to say, you're just making me realize some of, I've been feeling pretty good. You know, my dad passed recently. I really sat with that and felt the peace around that and the letting go of his soul to not have to suffer anymore with his advanced dementia. And just how that like whole journey had been. And I really was feeling good. And um, I'm realizing I had a couple adults here this weekend and i was like gosh feeling um you know some sadness today about something else but a little heavy and i realized now that probably was their heavy that i was feeling not my heavy yeah well therefore i went for a bunch of walks and got on my yoga mat and did some different things to stir up the energy played basketball with the boys got some fire moving and so um just to share with you all those are sort of the skills i've learned to do when i'm feeling that damp energy and if you're a water sign if you're into astrology at all um you know we can really take on people's emotions and so it's important that we light a little fire under that damp energy which can be moving yeah um but back to our bodies yeah see that's i was i was that's where my head just was so the question that i asked myself is how why how is that possible what is it that you know, there, there are terms like mirror neurons where um, our subconscious brain is in communication with other people's neural networks on a subconscious level and they're mirroring what you're engaging with. And so how do we know when we're looking in a mirror and it's not really our face in the mirror or our energy or our body? 
and there's it's so many like your gut your instinct your intuition you know people think it's this ethereal kind of thing outside of us which it kind of is but there's also our guts are identified in many readings that I've done before as our second brain. Yeah. Because our actual digestive system stomach area has, you know, three or 400 million neurons in there that yeah. are communicating back and forth through the big vagus nerve to the brain. Right. And subconsciously, you know, whispering in the ear, so to speak, of our brain, like, here's what's going on. This is what we're sensing. What are you going to do about it? Or, or even not, what are you going to do about it? Just sending information. Right. Um, well, and causing the reaction of our amygdala, our stress response, right? Right, right. Yeah. And so how do we get better at noticing that interaction? You know, I really lately have my, 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 I call it my gut. You know, my dad always said, follow your gut, follow your gut. And I didn't really know what it meant. I know how, I know what it felt like a lot of the times. And I, and now I'm hardcore following my gut. I mean, like with which way to turn when I'm driving or, or, or I mean, you've told me some of your life choices. Yeah. yeah. Your work even, it's just been like, nope, I'm done. And I just, I'm like so curious and uh, about that type of clarity. Yeah, the clarity isn't intellectual, honestly. It's it's very instinctual. And I don't know if you ever heard of, a, uh, I'm gonna, I hope I get his name, Kyle Cease. He's a motivation, he's like, a, he's kind of a motivational speaker, but he's also very much about the law of attraction and mm-hmm. about intuition. And he uses the words light and heavy to identify, to identify how you're feeling with your energy. So mm-hmm. if, the, if you're thinking about something in your life and you think of a decision or a path to follow and it makes you just feel really heavy, then that's not the right choice for you. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just that that is squashing you. It's not you know it's not propelling you into the next dimensional frequency or however the words he uses kind of thing right um and so that's kind of what i go on you know wait wait, this if i do this nope it's not going to feel right so i'm not doing that i'm gonna i gotta go this direction or something um so you really feel so uh, um i can relate to that energy um, and then my mind starts thinking and weighing in other things that might be feeding into that feeling <laughs> other yeah. than yeah. my gut, gut instinct. Um, and you have to really have faith to go forward on that. Or, I mean, I would have to have it repeat itself and I journal about it and I'd probably meditate a little bit to see what comes up. I mean, yeah. are those tools you use or... How yes, it's come. I have I have used those a lot in the past, actually. Yeah. Um, and I, it just I I just feel so free. It's like I don't have to explain anything. I don't have to rationalize it. Um, although I will say that obviously with people that are closest to me, there is this definite pull to explain and rationalize because. Right it very possibly is going to affect them. Yeah. And it could be a my it could affect a mind like, no, I don't want to go do that right now. And, and they might be disappointed because they were looking forward to doing something with me. 
and I, and for me, for whatever reason, no, it doesn't feel right. Uh, so no, I'm not going to do that. And then I, then you have to go and, and deal with the, you know, am I being an ass? And now I feel guilty, you know, <laughs> I'm feeling right. bad now because of me. Yeah. And, and then I remind myself, their feelings are not my responsibility. You know, obviously I'm not deliberately trying to make somebody feel sad or depressed or embarrassed or anything. Um, and it's just balance. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm new at the whole hardcore, you know, gut thing. Um, so a few toes have been stepped on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I find helpful for me, just like I said, I had to begin to look at things upside down and backwards here over and over again in my life. Like I just saw this post that had a heart cracked in two, right? Heartbreak equals, and then, you know, allows your heart, the heart was then yellow and then allows your light to shine. Like you crack over, open your heart and then your light can shine through, right? Maybe not how we thought about that. Um, and also, the whole idea of when I feel discomfort, that's my cue to that I'm not standing in my truth, that I'm not following my gut, right? Yes. So sometimes I now pay attention to my body in that way. When I'm feeling those emotions of anger, resentment, you know, pissed offness, I'm yeah. like, well, what is that about? What is it you want to be doing? And why, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? And half the time in my life, it's really a lot of what I put on myself. I have a partner that's very willing to be open to whatever way I choose to turn, you know? And um, it's just, I've been raising a lot of kids for a long time and it's a juggling act. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you try to do what, what's best based on, some of it's on conditioning that we've talked about and peeling that away and getting back to the gut. But I also, through yoga, have really discovered, um, and Carolyn Mace, who is an intuitive lady with a lot of wisdom and a healer, and she talks, I mean, that's where I think I first got introduced to the chakra system, the idea that there's this whole energetic system that is just full of data um, about who we are and how we're moving through the world and what we might, what those sort of experiences might block in our energy and how we can free them up. Um, for any of you new to the chakra system, it's, there's seven main chakra centers that work their way up your body from the bottom of your pelvis to the crown of your head. And for example, your solar plexus is right in your mid gut, right? And that sort of is the question of honoring yourself. And so if you're not standing in your, and it's also your gut and your instinct in that way. So if you're not standing in your truth and you're not doing self-care and you're not honoring who you are then you it could lead and this is the theory is it could lead to gut issues it could it could manifest into dis-ease right, right you know and so you could have yeah you could have gut issues you could have arthritis you could have adrenal fatigue all these things that we do to compromise our own health and well-being by not standing in our truth and respecting who we are um you know, because part of this journey is figuring out who we are and why we're here and what we're meant to be doing. And I think we're being steered and directed by the experiences in our life. Right. Um, and all those emotional hits that come in because there are all these different things that happen. I'm thinking how I occasionally have this back issue that flares up from time to time, just from lifting kids and moving patients and building stone walls and gardening. 
and I'll go along and be fine. And then I'll, suddenly it will like knock me down. Yeah. And it's usually at a place where I just need to stop. And if I can't do it on my own, my body will work that out for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's funny. You just said that because in my head, as you were, uh, saying just before he said that i'm thinking okay so how how many of us curse our body yeah. and instead of listen to it so like you just said we how do we get to the how do we find our way through all of this programming in our heads and our belief systems and our responsibilities and other people in our lives and our own self-care and this one central object physical object that is continuously and only able to to be in the present moment our bodies don't live in the past our bodies don't live in the future they are our anchor to the moment that we are in right now and our mind can wander which it does how do we um feel more connected and appreciative of it rather than damn it my back again why is my back always hurting me? Why is my left knee so bad? Why do I get headaches? You know, for me, it was migraine headaches when, um, mm. uh, with stress, you know, if I wasn't dealing with the stuff in my life that were, that were, um, throwing way out of balance, I would, my shoulders would tense up, the nerves would get tight, the blood pressure, you know, constrict the blood, all that stuff. And I would be done out. There was yeah. like your back, there's nothing else I could do. Yeah. And instead of, cursing that how do we change our perspective to okay well you know this we, we our behavior and our choices and our decisions brought our bodies right to this actual point because it can't live any other way it is right now and so it's just an interesting well it we kind of it gets me what's in my head is like we need to own our shit <laughs> honestly like i work in healthcare, i see patients all the time with knee, and i'm saying i mean I, I i'm speaking to myself too but they'll sit there and i'll look at them and they don't understand why they have the back pain the migraine the knee issue lots of times they're extremely overweight yep. or they're extremely stressed i mean stress is the bucket we put everything in but you know they're just not loving themselves they're not saying like how can i feed myself in a way that doesn't numb me from the discomforts in my life. I mean, it's hard work. I'm not saying it isn't to peel these pieces apart, but gosh, we're worth it. You know, I mean, we we're walking through this life and that's why I think I, we might as well make the best of it. And that's why I look at you with your clarity, knowing at times it causes people discomfort, but knowing, you know, you've just been on the journey to peel your way back to, um, your core values, your authenticity, and your truth. And, 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 and it's love underneath all that when we peel everything away. Um, but it is our self-talk, which you and I've talked a little bit on this podcast. Again, all the voices in our heads that are critical to us, you know? Yeah. And I do it too. I have to stop and be like, what are you talking about up there, you know? Who are you blaming? you know, yourself or others and why, and then what, what, what are you really feeling and what do you need to do to take care of yourself? And those are sort of the tools of resiliency that we all need to find. Um, yeah. And there's so much stuff out there. How do we find what works for us? I mean, there's so, I mean, I guess 
maybe I'm a little different than other people, but I, I got to the point where I just couldn't do, I just was, I was like, if I'm going to choose to do, be here on this planet, then I need to figure my shit out and figure, you know, and I really worked really hard and I didn't, you know, I, I probably could have gotten more assistance from other people and brought other people in, but it's just kind of not my way of doing things. You know, I, whatever, you know, yeah. Um, but, ha but I sifted through a lot of stuff over the last seven or eight years to kind of nail down some of the stuff that really works for me. Yeah. But it shouldn't have to be that hard. <laughs> you know, person, it is though. Well, it's, I, I, it is at, well, it has felt like that way for me, but Maybe I mean, it's hard, but I mean, you've had ahas all the way though, right? I mean, it just takes time and effort, but um, I mean, to me, when I first learned about the energetic system or alternative wellness and complementary yeah. yeah. medicine, I was like, it gave me this incredible hope. I was like, oh my God, there's this whole other level of healing. We just okay. have to know how to access it, right? Right. And then it's about the journey anyway, Michael. Like, I think it's, to me, it's like just getting that little um, awareness, which hopefully we're awakening a few people to. Um, and there's so much more. Like, I don't know about you, but when I started on this journey many years ago, there was no podcasts weren't even happening. Like it was, I'd hit, get these little snippets and I'd go digging around everywhere in healthcare to see, is anybody like looking at this stuff? You know, can we talk about meditation and acupuncture and chiropractic care as part of, you know, the standard of care now? Now some of it is amazing, yeah. though, which has given me hope. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it's hard, but it's also a beautiful journey. Like if we can hold space for each other around it, but for some people, their lives have to kind of get torn down. Right. Yeah, you have to you have to get to the point where you said, okay, it's enough. Yeah. For me, that's what I had to do. Um, you, so you, you you really aren't gonna. I wasn't able to really find any of this information until I was at the point where I was curious enough to know could it be different, you know. And so people have to. I think each person has to at their own stage in their life make a decision that they want it to be different they want it to be their version of what better means yeah you know and um i just was thinking about when we think about body wisdom i was thinking literally just about our bodies where did we get it from you know mm -hmm. and it's been handed down to us you know i'm michael version 2.6 billion or whatever you know as far as ancestors go yeah the, the, our dna and our genome how it's all made up we, we didn't ask for it well maybe we did there are some people who say we pick our body we pick our parents we yeah. pick the time we were born uh i whatever i don't know i don't really think a lot about that but but we are given or we are entering a our energy is taking this body and then we have to make the best of it mm -hmm. and um i mean look at stephen hawking for goodness sake yeah. I mean, and, and how, how, and I can intellectually understand when he says, you know, my disease has been my greatest gift because yeah. I don't have to worry. I just, I mean, I, now I can just think all the time, you know? Um, and obviously I'm paraphrasing cause I don't, I, I use probably a lot of words I wouldn't understand, but, um, <laughs> and it's, and it's hard to even say for, you know, how can somebody hear that 
you know, ALS is somebody's greatest gift because it's absolutely horrible. I mean, it destroys your reality. And as far as Stephen Hawking is concerned, well, it destroyed one of my realities and this new one came through and, um, you know, that kind of an idea. So where do we get, you know, where do we get all this biology from? And, and that informs us. I mean, that's, we have to, to do something with it. I mean, I think we have so much information and I think that what we were first starting this conversation saying is that our bodies are incredibly intelligent and they are sending us messages all the time. I think what people have to learn how to do is to quiet themselves and to listen. And that's easier said than done, right? Um, But like if you're having, okay, let's use the heart attack that's really anxiety or maybe it is a heart attack. You know, like that's an extreme, but you know, yeah, you can get loaded up with meds if you want, but I think what I'd like to share is that's not necessarily the answer. I mean, that's an answer to a disease-based healthcare system. If we want to go to a more wellness-based healthcare system or way of being, like we, maybe we do that temporarily, but what we've been talking about around epigenetics and such is yes, our DNA plays a role, but we can influence that. And that's, I'm gonna probably be talking, you know, we'll talk forever about nutrition, exercise, sleep, you know, Um, all those things that we can do to to steer the dial. They are, it is powerful. I mean, and that's just really basic, basic stuff to do. You just have to find what feels good and do more of it. And sometimes it takes a while to find what feels good. First, you have to feel the discomfort or just want things to be different. And I feel like that is an individual journey. Yes. But when people are ready, um, I got some tools to help you. You have some tools, a lot of great teachers out there. And what we can do on this podcast is share our stories and our unfolding knowledge and wisdom. And we'll have others on to share um, along the body wisdom theme this month we'll have on um, Anderon who's going to talk about detoxing and nutrition on a through a different lens than your traditional lens I would say mm-hmm. um, Aaron's going to talk about Aaron Sepik about um, she does some chiropractic care and some other body wisdom work that I'm going to let her unfold and I have a massage therapist Katriva who's amazing. Like I said to her, I know you give me a massage, but I know because she shares some things with me, but energetically she's picking up all kinds of things. And I asked her, would you come talk about that? And so, you know, that's what we'll, we'll share with you all. What what we're so curious and all the whys and the, I don't know, curiosity that we have about all of this journey. Um, Cause it's fascinating really when you choose to jump in and really open your eyes yeah, some of it's not because you have to you have to face the reality of change, which nobody likes. Oh boy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very it's it's uh for me it's it has been for a long time the actual physical body has been the cornerstone of everything I've tried to research and find my answers through. Sure. And then when I exhausted what I felt wasn't were my answers i was still left with so many questions <laughs> that i developed faith you know yes. I, I don't know i don't know i won't know even the brightest 
physicists and quantum theorists and all these people that are supposedly the top minds of their fields, at the end of the day, we do not know how a cell phone really works. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, what? Ah, what's happening? <laughs> you know, so if we can't figure that out, we're not figuring out the brain. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> right. So we just, we just don't know. But so there's a whole extra piece beside our physical sensing body that resides in and around us that I think is the, you know, we can talk about spirit, you can talk about energy, you can talk about source or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but it's real from my perspective. I mean, I, I went through the whole body thing and the brain and the neurons and all that stuff to get to a point where shit, I still don't have an answer. Yeah. I'm not going to. No, there's definitely a big mystery piece. And I think, I mean, that's where everyone that, that's when you say what gets people on the path, well, usually it's some crash and burn or some spiritual awakening right. or realization. I don't, I think when I first started studying energy medicine, I didn't really know the bigger picture of what that meant, but I could feel it. Right. right? I could feel something when I drop into meditation that is beautiful. You know, it's purest love that I could imagine. Mm. You know, and I feel like what I, I've spent a lot of time searching and trying to fit this materialistic world into alignment so that I could get to that happiness place yeah. to realize I got there and I still, uh, at one point I was pretty darn depressed. Yeah. And so that spurred my journey onward to learn about all this other stuff, mindfulness, deep dives into yoga and then finding my way to to bhakti yoga around devotion and divine guidance and love um because you know at, in the end of it all i feel like we are all souls on this human journey and it's fascinating and we want to make it the best journey we can we're here to learn and share agreed yeah yeah and i agree you want to feel I, good. yes of course why wouldn't you want to yeah even when you're in, even when you're just in the middle of feeling like crap, that's the time when you want to feel good the most. Obviously, yeah. It's just also the hardest to get from point A to point B at that point. Right. Um, but the whole human, you know, the whole uh, we're a, a soul living a human experience kind of idea. I, that was a transition for me. Yeah, I, me that too. Was where, that, that's where the faith was. Yeah. That's when I realized, yeah, I, <clears throat> I believe that. Yeah. That, and that too is a very personal journey. And I feel like though, and Michael's going to be giving a talk in the very near future on his, how our past informs the future, present and future. And okay. a lot of that, I mean, if we want to tie this back around, you know, my dad just dying with advanced stage dementia. I do not want that. I don't want to be living my life that way. So I'm going to do everything I can to have a healthy brain and body. Okay. My mom had horrible arthritis. Like I'm on a path of extreme wellness because I, I want to go through this life, but I don't want to, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I want to make, you know what I mean? I want to have purpose and meaning or else um, it's, you know, kind of not worth the journey for me. And I don't want to be hurting everywhere. And I want right. to have experiences. So, I mean, we all have to sort of decide our whys of what we do, right? 
And so I think the choices we make today inform the future, just like your story of the choices or the experiences that you've had up to this point and going forward in life, you know, you have a beautiful story to tell around that and a lot of wisdom, a lot of opportunity for people to begin to maybe relate in a way that your story is relatable for a lot of people. So then we can begin to open that lid a little bit for people to be aware to to get to that point of, hmm, yeah. what's going right. on here? Right, a little bit, a little bit more curious. Yeah. So I feel like we've just cracked the lid a little bit on body wisdom. Is there anything else you want to add today? No, I mean, there's so many. My, as we were talking, my, I had all these splinter thoughts and ideas, and I'm like, oh, 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 but no, <laughs> we don't have seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to revisit some stuff, and maybe anybody out there, if you have uh, anything about body wisdom that you thought you'd like to hear more about then shoot us a note yeah because there's so many different lenses to look at it through i think we're just saying that there's so many lenses to look at it through our physical body our subtle bodies our experiences you know and just like i don't know to me when i realize how incredibly intelligent we are then it gives me hope for all of us um to live like the truest most beautiful version of our life it takes courage in conviction sure. and a community of support and you know that's what we're here for yeah yeah so just believe in you because you have everything you need you don't need to um have any particular certificate <laughs> <laughs> and like you said you chose more to do your journey on your own it's so we have access to so much material if we so choose but if you go sit in the woods by yourself and I'm going to spend some time on the long trail this summer and I just feel like those are, that's going to be discomfort. But when you can get to the other side of it, God, who knows what's there? I think you discovered a little bit of that on your journey in the woods. So, yeah, I like my journey. My woods, my look, it's a, my, I have a short trail. I don't go on no long trail. I'll tell you that right now. I did that with uh, our youngest kid for, three days and I was like there's no reason to do this <laughs> like you just go you're hiking as fast as you can to get to the next hut that is damp and dark and the doors falling off and there's mice I mean why would I do this well to and me she, it's about the journey not about the arrival I think but yeah but see, the journey for me is like I want to stop in the woods for three hours and go see the trees and look at the rocks and no nope, we have to go we have to go because you know she did the whole trail so oh she did yeah, yeah. She, yeah, 300 and whatever, I have 200 and I don't know how many miles, 297 miles or something like that. Yeah, well, I have um, no goal in that way. I have no. Yeah. That's one way I can be by myself. Yeah. That and my paddleboard in the middle of <laughs> a lake somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Spend some more time with yourself. Befriend yourself. Listen. Just become curious and bring a little, you know, awareness and curiosity. Um, yeah. So what are you up to now? So I'm, I have to go up in the woods. I've got a couple of trees that fell over that I got to clear off the trails so that it's uh, walkable. So I'm going to be heading up there with my chainsaw to cut up a few trees. What are you doing? Before the snow comes again. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm heading home. I got to bring a kid to lacrosse practice. And then, you know, I've been away for five days, so there's laundry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. That was fun. I love talking to Michael and thanks for joining us. If there's other like things you'd like us to talk about, 
let us know. I'm also building a Q&A portion to my podcasts, and I'd love to hear anything you'd like us to answer or explore together. Also, you know, check out my website, mindfullivingvt.com. You know, I do provide coaching. So if you heard this and you're like, I want to know how to be clean, clear, and bright. I want to know how to tap into my intuition. I want to know how to um, shed those pounds I've been carrying around because I need to let go. I need to let go and move on to the version of myself that I want to move forward with. I want to know what work I should be doing in this world. I want to know how to step into my authenticity and truth. I'm here to help you reflect and find your way and help find some strategies. So I'm offering a few 30-minute free consultations. I have three openings for that. If you're interested, send me an email. DM me. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, either through Zen Mama or through Mary Streeter or Mindful Living. And I am also offering a newsletter. So sign up for um, the email list. All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have the best day, and we'll talk to you soon.